Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Sharp Tank. No jumper. Oh, you laughing already. Look, you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't help it. <clears throat> hey, hey, man. Sharpest, coolest podcast in the world. And today I got the beautiful, prestigious <laughs> Tatiana Vidalia. Did I say that right? The last name, Vidalia. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get that from? Where'd that come from? Honestly, that was what I used as my stripper name back when I was dancing. Ooh, I was dancing, putting it off in the face just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> How that motherfucker smell most nights in the club when you be up in there? How that motherfucker smell? Was it, was it pleasant or some bitches smell like they was probably a little off from time to time? It smells like cigarettes in the club. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. tell, me, tell me a little bit about yourself. Where are you, where are you from like originally or where you reside? Well, first of all, I wasn't born and raised in one place. My father was in the army, so, you know, wasn't really, like, raised in one place ever. Um, But eventually, like, you know, when he retired from the military, like, I was living in Texas for a while. El Paso, to be exact. And um, from there, once I was, like, 18, I didn't want to be there no more. So my mom, eventually, like, my parents had, like, got divorced. So my mom moved to Florida. My dad stayed there. So I wanted to go to Florida. So at 18, I moved to Florida. Right. And then I've been there ever since. Ooh, what part of Florida? Tampa. Tampa. Tampa's nice. Yeah. A lot of good things go down in Tampa. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. So tell me, you you know, coming up for you, you know, and I say this, when I see when I do interviews, I like to nobody's everybody comes from something, you know, to get to where they're at today. And I've noticed like a lot of people there. They always act like they just popped off good, and I don't understand that part, you know? They always act like they just started off grand, and it's just, it's grand today, mm-hmm. you know? But everything, every story comes with a struggle, you know? Every story comes with a darkness, you know? So I'd like to tap in just a little bit of that today with you and just uh, see if you, oh, you, you got you, that. You're trying, you, to, you're trying to get to know my demons. I'm, hey, man, shit, I'm, don't bring them here. We, <laughs> we just want to talk about them. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Tell me a little. Tell me a little bit of like about your your upbringing. Was it was it always cool? Did you have a you know what I'm saying a, a a fair upbringing to where you know everything was cool? You didn't really have no problems. You no trials, tribulations. No, I mean I didn't have like one of those upbringings where you know I guess there was like a sad story where like oh there was a lot of like child molestation and you mm. know a bunch of nonsense like that. Nah, mm. um, you know I think it was pretty normal. Um, I think. 
probably the biggest traumatizing thing probably like was my parents divorce because yeah. i used to get teased at school like because all these all like a lot of the kids that i knew like all of, they all come from like single parent uh households and mm -hmm everybody was like divorced and they were like oh it's gonna happen to your parents too and i used to talk yeah. shit like no it's not gonna happen to me <laughs> you know like yeah. you guys you guys are just like hating you know but yeah and then eventually it happened and i was like oh how'd you, you know? feel how'd you feel about that how old were you when that happened um god i think i was like 11 12 maybe so you was young mm -hmm. but you were still old enough to understand it yeah which kind of made it worse yeah because it was like I don't know just i didn't i didn't like that like i thought yeah. you know like what we had going on was pretty solid but apparently there was obviously problems like i mean and i didn't know like i was young so it's like you know when you saw your parents arguing and fighting all the time you know and just yelling and screaming at each other like sometimes the fights were funny to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know because i <laughs> you know i don't know what's going on i'm just a kid like oh they're just you know they're just doing them mm. right but yeah and then eventually it was like my mom was telling me stuff and then I was just like, oh no. And then, yeah, they both like had to sit me down, have a conversation like, yeah, like, you know, we still love you, but we're just not going to be together anymore. Yeah. There's not going to be a no more of a mom and dad thing, but you know, we're always going to be here for you and yeah. da da da. And like, and I think like one of the things my mom was always really worried about was like my father not being in my life enough. Mm -hmm. But she never, like, followed what the courts told her to do anyway with visitation. She wanted my dad to be, like, there all the time as much as possible. So she, she would let my father, like, take me every weekend. Yeah. And I would see him all the time. Yeah. So I always had my dad around because that was important to her mm. that I, you know, and she didn't want me, like, coming up thinking, like, oh, like, you know, I tried to keep you from your father, you know, type thing. Right. Like, she right. didn't want none of that going on, so... Yeah. I didn't really have, like, those kinds of problems. So I guess it was fair. Right. It was a fair upbringing. Yeah. You know? See, because I know a lot of people, like you said, you know, they actually sat you down mm -hmm. and told you, you know, hey, we ain't going to, uh, we ain't, we don't think we're going to be able to do this. But, you know, we still love you. Mm -hmm. See, a lot of people don't get that. You know, motherfuckers just disappear. Yeah. You know, motherfuckers be gone. I got lucky. I, I honestly can say because from a lot of the, you know, people that I knew and that I was, you know, around, like, mm -hmm. it wasn't like that for them. You know what I mean? I got pretty lucky on the fact that like my parents handled it pretty i mean i guess you could say logically mm. responsibly mm. there wasn't it wasn't really like messy messy and mm. if there was any mess they did a very good job of hiding it from right. me that's motherfuckers should yeah they they did not they did their best to try not to let it affect me as much as possible a little bit of your backstory you know i know you come from you know you've been in the game mm -hmm. you know um been in the game done OnlyFans, you know, seems like your OnlyFans is flourishing, you know, do got pages and shit that be rocking. I, I do, I do respect that. It but, is now. <laughs> <laughs> but do you, do you think like, you know, you say you've seen your dad on weekends and shit like that. Do you think that affected you or pushed you more towards that lifestyle or was that something that you chose all by yourself? Um... Oh, God. See, I don't want to rat out my dad. <laughs> oh, man. Like, clearly there was some fidelity issues, okay, yeah. you know, yeah. there. And um, so that kind of, like, really didn't give me, like, a very good perception on men for a while. Because I kind of felt like, well, damn, like, you know, if this happened, you know, with my parents, you know, then what's 
you know, I'm going to go out here and the same thing's going to happen to me. And then everyone else that I knew, it was the same thing for them, too. Like I saw, like I said, everybody was growing up in single parent households. I didn't see anybody's parents together. Yeah. And for the most part, all the women got cheated on. Yeah. So it was kind of like, well, then, you know, my mom would tell me things like, oh, you know, you got to learn how to, you know, cook and you got to learn how to do. And I, and I used to think to myself, you know, what for? Yeah. What for if I'm just going to get screwed? <laughs> You know? <laughs> well, you know, I just feel like, you know, naturally for a woman, she should uh, naturally want to withhold those duties. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And I mean, nobody, nobody's perfect, man, you know, but you got to do your due diligence of what you are, man or woman. You got to stand up, man. You got to be able to, yeah, people fuck up. People going, you know, have hiccups along the way. But in all actuality, if you really think about it, man, who's perfect? Who? All you can do is just be the best version of you. You're perfect you. You're, you're kind of perfect. You know what I'm saying? So motherfuckers got to like, I, I, think the, I think the world would be a better place, man, if, you know, we learned how to get over a few things, you know, because people always got petty problems with each other, man. You know, you, you and you, go back to your mom and your dad, you know, they possibly could have worked out, you know, but it's always petty problems. People got to remember, man, in relationships or anything that you do, nothing's going to be perfect, man. You got to ride the wave. Lucy, by the way, catch a man, catch the way. <laughs> you dig what I'm saying? Like you got to, you gonna, you gonna have to, you gonna have to do some things, man. You gonna have to go through some things. Nothing is easy. Everybody wants the easy way out, even in relationships or coming together doing business with people, man. It's, it's not gonna always be like that. Well, and to answer your question thoroughly, yeah. I mean, I got in the game because I guess it was like for a couple different reasons. Um, yeah. I, I'm. I mean, I guess a, a psychologist would probably sit there and say, like, oh, well, you know, you had those, you know, you didn't really, you thought, like, guys were going to be messed up, so you figured, like, who cares, right? So you were going to, like, it's natural that you probably were going to go that route. Mm. I don't know if that's really what drove me, but what really drove me was the money. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, like the, you like the bread. <laughs> I like the money. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, so and, then I, and I really had, you know, a very strong mental fortitude for it. You know, so I I went in that direction mostly because I wanted to make money. Yeah. And I was able to see, like, how other girls, like, were able to, like, really make bread like that. But mm. now I wanted to surpass all that sharp. Like, I was, I wanted to, I wanted to, really, like, really make money, like, on an, on an obscene level. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I wanted to be on that Anna Nicole Smith shit. Yeah. Man, yeah, she was a cold. Yes, she was a cold. That was the level I was trying to go on. So yes, yeah. so that's that was really what drove me to getting into the game. Yeah, yeah, no, that's real, <laughs> hey, man. I mean, shit, you know, most motherfuckers, you know, they they, like I said, man, you know, when I got into it, you know, I'm retired now, but when I got into it, you know, I got into it to make a better way. I didn't want to be penny pinching or playing games, you know. If you was going to do anything, the era I come from, if you was going to do anything, you was going to do it for real and not for play. And you know what? Whether people hated it or loved it, man, hey, you're going to stand up for it because that's you. You know, you got right. to take the goods with the bad, you know? Right. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cold game, you know? And I'm sure especially for you, I mean, shit, when did you, get, when did you first get into it? When did you start, like, really fucking with it? Do you remember? <sighs> when did you just start moving fast? I'm going to say it was early 20s. Early twenties. Early twenties. I, yeah. I came in kind of. I came in kind of young. Yeah. 
my brain my brain was like a sponge. <laughs> <laughs> See, people don't do that no more and really soak it up for what it is. And I'm glad that you know, here's somebody like yourself. You got into it at a at a real time, you know, to where you got to get some real game about yourself and have some real respect about it. You know, this people have to understand something. And anything that you do playing in the game wise, it's never going to last forever. Mm-hmm. So you got to get in while the getting is good. Mm-hmm. You know, get in where you fit in. Yeah. Make your money, plan your work and work your plan. <laughs> Boom. <Talk> that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, you say you were you was 20 years you getting into it early 20s. Mm-hmm. What was the first place you touched down at that you felt like, you know, this is it. This is what I want to do. <laughs> so. Mm, so I started dan- I started dancing and um, I started dancing at a club out in Pasco County called Bear Assets. So, bear assets. Yes, bear yeah. assets. Shout out to bear assets. Shout bro. out to bear assets. Y'all got a real one in the building because, today. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, like, honestly, and you know what? I didn't start off like no small time. Like, you know how some girls, like, they came through, you know, dancing at some of them little topless bars. No, I went in full throttle, full nude, full liquor, full contact. Yeah. Okay, so. That's a, that's a lot to do because, you know, mm-hmm. dealing with people that are drunk, wasted, you yep. know, they going to want to grope and do all the types mm-hmm. of shit in the VIP rooms, you know, and you got to be able to. It's a, it's a dangerous game because people got to understand something. Even in them clubs, man, it, it takes 10 seconds for something to happen. Mm-hmm. Bad, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I, I'm sure it was a. I'm sure it was a lot, you know, jumping in like that. It, it, well, I that's I've always kind of been that way. Mm-hmm. It's like if I'm going to do it, I'm going to because like because, you know, because of who I was, mm-hmm. you know, getting my support system from was kind of like, well, you know, you don't have to start here. You know, you could start, you know, one of these. And I was like, no, if I'm going to do this, I want to I'm going to go all the way. Like, I'm going to do it 100 percent. And yeah. I knew that was where the more money was going to be at. Yeah. If you're if you're going full nude, you're going to make more money. Yeah. So. I was like, no, I want to make all the money I can get, Right, right. <laughs> you know? So I was like, nah, I, I literally took myself and threw myself to the wolves. Mm. I see that shit in your eyes. I didn't care. Threw it to the wolves. You know, mm-hmm. I had uh, found out a little backstory about you. and It sounded like there was somebody that you was, and we ain't got to bring them no names, no nothing, you know, but just to speak on it, you... You had somebody that you was fucking with that you was really, you know, you had yourself committed to mm-hmm. that I, I believe he had passed away. Mm-hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. Well, um, when I time. when I met him at the time, like he already had retired from pimping, mm. you know. So when when I kind of came into the mixture, um, you know, he kind of like took me under his wing, you know, mm. and taught me the game and everything, you know, everything I know, you yeah. know, so I learned how to crash them pockets from him. So, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to lie, you know, he kind of broke a lot of rules for me. You know what I'm saying? He didn't yeah. really, I didn't really have to go through, I guess, like what other girls went through in the game. I was spoiled. Let's be honest. I, I'm, I'm going to be like, I'm not going to lie. I was a spoiled bitch. Yeah. I, got, I got fucking spoiled. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got spoiled and, um, you know, and he kind of contributed to that a little bit. So he broke a lot of rules for me. But again, he was retired and I don't think he was really trying to, you know, 100 percent go that route. 
it kind of just started going that way because you know more females started coming up into the mix and then you know he had gotten a partner and you know and then like they was trying to like you know create a little thing that they was trying to do business wise and stuff like that so it kind of started going that way but um but do you believe i'm gonna say this do you believe that he was even him breaking all the rules and Mm -hmm. him doing could you say that he was genuinely in love with you or do you say he would tell you or do you think that he would tell you that he loved you because he was just afraid to lose you because he was a lot older and you was younger and ain't nobody trying to you lose nobody? Hey, man, shit. That's a long time. Hey, man, you got a lot of years that was ahead of you. True. He wanted to get some of them the, the, the best ones of you. But could True. you say that it was honest what he was doing with you? Um, I felt that it was. You know what I mean? I'm really good, like, when it comes to vibes and energy. So... I felt like what he felt for me was real. But could there have been like a combination of like what you're saying? That's that's possible. I'm not going to rule it out because I'm I'm logical like that. So I'm not going to rule that out. But I do feel what he felt for me definitely was genuine. Yes. Yeah. I'm just saying. If you're going to be in the game. You got to it's a different type of love that come with it, you know, and I think that, you know, women that are in the game, they use that as oh well you know he loves me he's you know i'm special i'm up at the top Mm -hmm. but if you really look at it and he got three other four other chicks that Mm -hmm. he might be dealing with because i'm sure did he stop even when he was dealing with you did he stop like dealing with other bitches to just deal with you solely oh god like it's hard it's like it was just me for a little bit and then like yeah some more like kind of came up into the mix because Mm -hmm. You know, it just it just kind of like went down that way, even though he was retired. But like I said, like he he broke rules, you know, because obviously we were not all treated equally. I was put on this pedestal. Right. And everyone else was just. Like a step underneath me, not not all the way at the bottom, but because it's like he never like treated anyone bad. He always treated everybody they would respect. Everybody loved him. But I'm sure that it was noticeable that I was here and they were kind of like right up underneath. Hey, and see, and I know that's not. Yeah, that caused problems. Yeah, exactly. That's and it, and, it, and, it, and it did. I'm not going to lie. It did kind of cause some issues where like, you know, there was some fights and. Yeah. <laughs> Man, see, that ain't it. and see, that's uh, I, that's why I was gonna ask you. I'm like, how do you think that you know three, four other chicks that might be there and they're seeing this, they're witnessing this? Mm-hmm. How do you think they're gonna feel about that? Watching you, you know, it's it's not it's not. There's no equality. Nobody's it's no equal. There's that's not being equal. True, true. At all, you know, you the one, and I'm not knocking you. Hey, he allowed it. He did it. Mm-hmm. You just there for the ride of it, baby. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you only going to do what a man allows. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Shit, if he going to put you to the forefront, shit, he's going to put you going to allow to be to put to the forefront. But you got to understand what if that was you and the and the tables was turned? Would you stick around for something like that? Probably not. You know what I'm saying? Like, would you stick around if you was the one that was, you know, second, third string and you see him putting this one to the forefront, but y'all supposed to be a team. It's supposed to be some equality, you know? Right. I don't think it, a woman in your structure and just what I've, I've heard of you and know about you, you don't seem like you're sticking around, baby, for uh, over 24 hours. No. <laughs> like, honestly, I think the reason why I did stuck, stick around was because of the way he did things with me. Mm. But because I was young, I didn't really... 
I wasn't paying attention to like what was going on like with the other girls like that. It's like I was so focused on like what I had going on, like my own goals, like my own shit, like what I had going on with him that I didn't really care about what was going on over here. Right. It wasn't important to me because my mind was elsewhere. I was so aloof, right? right? Like right. I was just like whatever. Like I got shit I gotta do. Like I, I gotta do this. I you know I you know I got money to make and. I can't be like worrying about that. That's his job, like you said. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, well, I'm letting him take care of that. You know. Well, you got to think about it. He never really put them problems on you. He put it on the other bitches. You didn't have to worry about that. That was all bypassed for you because mm -hmm. you already knew where you stood. Yeah, you felt I was like in this you, protective bubble. You stayed. Yeah. You stood at the top of the fucking food chain. You mm -hmm. know, and everybody else had to go through all the shit that you know. What I'm saying you should have probably felt too. It should be mm -hmm. equality. Hey, if everybody's gonna, everybody need to get treated the same, man. In the mm -hmm. mix, it needs. Yeah to be some fairness you know of course you didn't have to worry about it because i mean shit he didn't give you nothing really to worry about he was the one that was sitting there pillow talking with you and let you know that <laughs> you know shit this is gonna be it's gonna be a baby it's me and you and and i get it but if you're gonna do that leave with her you know mm -hmm. shit and you all him already being older take the chick man and go go be great man go live have a life we're all allowed that at one point in time, man, but motherfuckers be so afraid of what somebody going to say about them, man. Live your life. Yeah, I mean, you know, it is it is what it is. I'm sure, like, there was a part of him that did want to do that. That probably was part of the end game, but, mm. you know, then he was, you know, he had all those issues, and, yeah, and then he passed away because he had congestive heart failure. So. Mm. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, you know, he had a murmur and congestive heart failure, so, like, there was no stopping that. Yeah. You know, and it was like it was depressing for everybody, you know, his partner, his family, people, everybody around him, everybody that knew him. It was very, very depressing and very hard to get over. That was like a loss. Keenly felt OK, and not really sure if I've really completely gotten over it, even to this day. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to ask you. Like, have you gotten like have you have you dealt with anybody else since then? Have you just been on your own solo tip? Um romantically, you know, like I've I've yeah, it's been hard to really get on that level with anyone romantically, you know, since that there was I guess you could say passing bystanders but yeah. but it wasn't like really anyone that I felt was really gonna be as solid as he was. A tricky dicky one night sticky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A tricky dicky one night sticky. Straight up, oh man. It's God. over after that, man. She don't even probably you probably don't even want her to call you. You could be like, bro, it was just one time. It just you know you know what though? Like I, I've never really had like a whole lot of one night stands in my life. Like I had had a yeah. few yeah. but not like a whole lot. You yeah. know, mostly because like I don't know, like, I, I was always afraid, like, you know, I feel like I'm going to get disappointed somehow. Like, I feel like if I, if I give up the, if I give up the pussy, like, he's probably going to disappoint me. Like, I'm probably not going to like, because yeah. I feel like, you know, men are not really that, some men are like not, I mean, like a girl can talk about like being with a thousand men, right? Mm. And I'm, and I'm pretty sure like out of that thousand, mm. I bet you like only five or 10 of them really fucked her good. <laughs> 
I mean, I think that's within anything, you know, shit. You got gangs, you know what I'm saying? Big old gangs. There's only a few that's really riders about the situation. Everybody else is just kind of there. You know what I'm saying? It's just, that's life. I think that's within anything. See, but I don't want that, though. Like, I don't want, like, I don't want meaningless sex. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want... Like your I, mind stimulated yeah the vibe I want the energy like I want all of that and plus I want some I want some precision going on like you need to have some skills in the bedroom like mm. don't just come with some like whatever like you just putting down whatever like because I, I wouldn't be that way yeah like I'm a perfectionist in everything that I do so yeah. I would expect like the partner to be my partner to be the same way yeah. you know especially because I really like sex so yeah well, is there? Is, I'll say this: Was there anybody other than him that's made you feel that same way? Like for real, like people you've met, like just from the time. How long has he been gone? Years now. It's probably been six years, maybe about six years. Mm-hmm. And it still feel like yesterday, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Is there anybody? And you ain't, it's not about no name, just, can you just count one, maybe two that you thought you had got close to, you know, throughout the last six years that you felt like, okay, this could be, I can, you know, he makes me feel the same way this man feels. Because, you know, people got to understand something, you know, when a chick give a man some bread, her time, her all, it's very rare. It's hard to do. It's hard to obtain, you know, it's. It's easy to get some pussy. It's easy to get some sex. You can go get sex from anywhere. True. You know? But can you get somebody's hard-earned bread, time, just genuineness overall? And they say they really down for you. It's very rare to touch that, especially today, you know? Mm -hmm. It's not a lot of real ones still running around. Right. You know? So it's it's, it's very hard to to weed through who's who's what, you know? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think... I had, well, I tried to have a positive attitude, you know, as far as that was concerned, but I never really found, oh God, like, it's like I had high hopes. If I was to try to mess with an individual, I would have high hopes, obviously, because I try to hope for the best, but oh man, it's just like something would always end up happening and I would just be like, this shit ain't it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a dub. Like I'm gonna have to. Me going through, you know, I've in my past, you know, I've dealt with. I've, I've had a lot of people. I'm not even gonna just say women, just women and men. I've had a lot of people that have like, you know, tried to dumb me down or try to, you know, play on that or you know make me feel like okay, could I be, you know, try to do shit that'll make me scorned or make me bitter. But I've never took that to the next situation I've never looked at it like that I would Mm -hmm. never allow somebody to gain that much control over me that I take this and I pour it and bleed it all over the next person see I yeah it's just you gotta move I'm not gonna lie though it's like I got this paranoia because it's like I don't want to get disappointed you know what I mean and then like I'm the type of person that I love hard you know what I mean like I love extremely hard so Mm. I'm protective of this you know what I mean? I have to be. You know what I mean? Because who else is going to look out for that? You only you only got yourself to look out for you. So, you know, when it comes to, like, dating and all that, it's, it's especially being in this line of work, it's a challenge. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of men aren't going to really accept this 
kind of thing like they're not gonna accept the way you get your bread or they're gonna have oh, i don't like your instagram pictures or oh you're only i don't like the i don't like the fact that you know you're putting your freaking pussy all over only fans or you know what i mean or oh like i don't like this i don't like your pa- i don't like the fact that you you know you know like a lot of guys don't have the mental fortitude to be able to deal with women in this industry takes a special kind of man it does a special it does. Mindset. He has to be very confident within himself and be mm. able to separate business from personal. Mm. You know, you got to understand that, like, what, if I'm doing this, if this is the way I make my money, understand this is about business. This is about making money. It has nothing to do with my heart. It has nothing to do with pleasure. None of that. It's about money. And that's it. Otherwise, I wouldn't be there. Like, I wouldn't be doing that if it wasn't about some money. Yeah. Like, why else would well, I be there? Well, you got to think about it when you go and you... uh you deal with people that are, you know, they work a nine to five. They, you know, they pay rent every month. It might take majority of their paycheck and just shit like that. Just And that's real hardworking people. Just, you know what I'm saying? They really working at it. They really putting eight hours, nine hours a day. So, you know, 10 hours, 12 hours. So when they come home, I can understand. And I'm just trying to look at it from that mindset. So when they come home, they be wanting a woman there. They probably don't want her getting ready to go step out, you know, and go be a lady of the night. True. Not everybody going. Not everybody's gonna understand that. And that's not saying that you're wrong. That's not saying that you're wrong. But you have to understand some. Not everybody's gonna accept that. And if they mm-hmm. do, they only gonna accept it for so long. Motherfucker gonna tell when that pussy starts feeling regular. When the JJ starts feeling regular, the, the, the real them come out, man. And then you wonder why he done went and cheated on you with a fat bitch, and he named the baby and he had a had a baby with her and named it Blanket. <laughs> You can't be upset. Like, you can't, like, you have to understand the mindset of the person that you're dealing with, man. Are they really ready to take in what you're doing? Because, see, it was for many years, me being in the game, you know, I had to accept that, you know, hey, man, this woman was going to go out and do whatever she was going to do, man. She was going to come home. She was going to take a shower and she was going to lay her head right next to mine. And I could accept that. I was okay with that. This is not that being in that game was not for everybody. It was for certain few and women needed women that were in the game because it was more women in the game than there was men. True. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers got to understand. You got to be able to resonate with that. It it takes a certain individual, man. It takes a certain individual. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think it also takes a person who's also not very like judgmental. Like I don't really like judgmental individuals because I feel like it's just it's just a waste of time and energy. It's so unnecessary. You know, like I don't. I mean, you know, especially like during the dating process, like if you got to like if a guy like asks you like what your body count is or something like that, I kind of be like, what's really the point of this? Like, I mean, you really want some that's some that's some I'm going to be honest with you. Whoever said that to you, that's some real square ass shit to say to you. It is, isn't it? It Oh, my God. Yes. I don't know. Like, I'm like, why why is this? Why does this matter? Like, because it doesn't take away from me being a good person. Like there's people out there with high body counts that are shitty individuals. And then mm. there's people with high body counts that aren't shitty individuals. Yeah. So it, so to me, how many partners I've had or what I do to make my money isn't going to take away from me being a good person. Facts. So it's like you should be paying attention to what's in here and mm. what's in here. And nobody does that. I like that you treat it 
as such, you know, and you're very respectful. I, I like how you didn't get on here like some little so sorry ass bitch and be like, oh yeah, I did this with this person, that person, this person, that person. Why blow your bag like that nah. on on a on a platform? Like, why? It's cool to talk about the stories, but why bring up the and the people that they deal with, man? I can't I don't do be that. I can't do that, sharp. It's like it's like it's like confidentiality is like very important to me. Like all that stuff's going to the grave with me. It's going to yeah. the grave with me. As it should. I don't mind sharing some things here and there, you know. But yeah. it's like need to know basis. Like people don't need to be knowing everything about your life and everything you got going on, mm. or how much money you make. Like that's dangerous. Mm. The richest people in the world don't really be letting people know how much money they have. Some of mm. them even dress like crap. You would never even know they had a lot of money. Tommy Bahama T-shirt. <laughs> hey, Tommy Bahama little button up, some cargo shorts, and some New Balances. Man, man, be the For richest real. man in the building. <laughs> yeah. Real. Like I mean, I think it's okay to stun every now and then, but yeah. I I feel like you know there's some things that should just be kept to yourself. You know, keep that keep that private. You know, you don't need to. Yeah. People don't. I mean, no disrespect to the girls that want to like be doing all that. Like I'm not gonna knock anybody's hustle. That's not that's not me. But I just can't name drop like that. I just don't. I wasn't. That's not the game I come from, Sharp. Yeah, yeah you're not built like that. And I'm I not built like that. <laughs> But there's some bitches that is, and they know who they are. I keep I, I keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I was taught to keep my mouth shut and not tell me not tell me because I we ain't got much time, but I because I, I want to dive into this. Okay, uh, go ahead. Like who? So when you tell me about your OnlyFans and how you would crossed over how you transitioned to be able to fuck with that and take that you know digital standpoint of it and you know mm -hmm. make that you know make some revenue too for you as well. Um, Double dipping. Okay, well, the OnlyFans, like, I mean, it was always, like, brought up to me a lot from, like, numerous different people. Like, you know, you should start an OnlyFans. But I kind of, what I like about OnlyFans is, to me, it's, it's like, it's safer. I mean, obviously, you don't have to deal with, like, a, like, you can be on there solo. You don't have to do anything with anybody if you don't want to. You know, yeah. it's, you're pretty much free to, like, put whatever you want you know on there and make some money and to me it's like safer rather than you know going you know having a date or you know doing whatever tricking whatever like it's just it's just a safer way of going about doing things but you know i eventually started it and around probably before like covid really like was going down and I was going at it pretty hard for a little bit there, but then, like, you know, one of my pages got popped, and then... <laughs> <laughs> That's when you know you're oh doing some real God. work around that motherfucker. Yes, <laughs> one of my pages, like, so, some of my social medias was getting popped, and I was like, yeah. oh, come on, please, like, yeah. don't do this to me. And then, like, I kind of slacked on it a little bit, you know what I mean? Because I wasn't sure, like, how I was going to go about it, you know, mm. and then I wanted to, um, I wanted to, like, you know you know kind of like see like where i wanted to go with that but then eventually i picked it back up so i'm like i'm more consistent with it now mm. and you know because i and i look at it as just like a way to kind of like make more income so i can invest in real estate yeah because i feel sure. like you know you should always have like an end game to like what you're yeah. doing and yeah. that was one of the mistakes i always made you know in this game a whole lot of money was coming in sharp and i don't know what the hell happened to a lot of it well you know <laughs> you you gotta uh, uh, and I, I'm going to chime in on this. You have to understand something. You know, people like me and yourself, we don't come from money naturally. Mm -hmm. So when you give people money in the beginning of their times and you start really having something, you give people money that we don't know what to do with it. So we ain't never had shit before. Like, I've never... 
when I was young, I never had shit. So right. when I got something, I wanted to spend shit. I wanted right. to have things that I never had. You have to go through that. I think that's a part of everybody's yeah. life, right? Everybody kind of goes through that. Everybody in this room's been I got terrible that. when I started making some money. I got on that God complex, Sharp. Oh, my God, I was yeah. terrible. I got so terrible. I had to... Some stuff had to happen to bring me back to reality. You know what I mean? Because I was, I was starting to become, like, a little too full of myself up here. Like, yeah. it was it was getting... Because all this money... And I was just like, oh, my God, the money. The money. The yeah. money. Like, I was like, I was getting caught up in that energy. You mm. know what I mean? And it was bringing out a monster out of me, for real. It, it happens... Listen... It happens to the best of us. There is nobody. I'm talking about, man, people that didn't came. I ain't talking about people that already came for money. You grew up with money. Okay, cool. And, and I'm not knocking those people that you were fortunate. You mm -hmm. were fortunate enough to where, and you know I, what I like about those people are they just want more love than money. The people that grew up with money, they're just like, man, just love me. I'll be your best friend. I don't care about this money. This shit's <laughs> it's trinkets to them. They, they just want a genuine relationship. With, we just want everybody to have a good time. You ever met somebody like that? Like yeah. they grew up already with money, having money. They just wanted to have a good time. Right. They'll make sure all the homies have a good time. Right. It's cool. This is nothing. Let's just, you know, stamp the memories. Right, right. But there's people like me and you that have came up to where we had... We never had shit. So once we start having it, just even a little bit of it, we're ready to, you know, step up with the Joneses. Mm -hmm. You know, we want to be able to show it and flaunt it. We want everybody to know that we have it because we've never had it before. You don't know what people treat you like not having it versus having it. So you run to that feeling like, let me see how people treat me when I do have it. Yeah. That's why motherfuckers always say, yeah, y'all motherfuckers don't like me now, but wait till I'm up. But a lot of girls, like, we, we screw up because, like, that money starts coming in. We start doing all kinds of stupid shit with it, blowing it instead of saving it. And that's why, like, you know, after a while, I had to really do my due diligence on stuff because I was like, you know, if I want to have, like, an end game on this, if I want to have, like, an end goal, because you can't do this forever, obviously. You know what I mean? I, I do pretty good keeping myself on point and looking good, but you can't, like, do this forever. Like, you have to have some sort of game plan so that's like why i decided to like get back on point with my only fans i'm gonna save money from that and then invest into real estate right. and i want to like do other things maybe like stocks and you know well it's legitimate money it's yeah. money that you can immediately exactly. take and move it to where you need to do and you ain't got to worry about nobody coming and looking at you you ain't got to worry about uncle sam mm -hmm. trying to come get in your business mm -hmm. i do understand that you still take care of your other endeavors mm -hmm. on your back end and yes. you do what you need to do absolutely i do i do respect that you, you smoke? You want to smoke some of the Zushi right here? There's some of that Zushi donut right here, man, from Tenko. You trying to get me blazed up in here. They the truth, man. They, be like, <laughs> hey, they the truth right there. I'm only going to listen to me. Just like in our conversation, us talking the truth, we going to smoke the truth. Oh, my God. You know? You know, I haven't smoked in such a long-ass time. You want to take a hit or something? I'm, I'm good for right you now. Sure? Yeah. I'm good yeah. right <laughs> Maybe after we get done, we'll, we'll go smoke one and, and we'll do what we do. But, you know, I, I got a question for you. I got to mm. really... Do you think that the, every chick that... Because I see that there's a lot of chicks, and I got to ask you, because you're a chick that transitioned, okay? You're mm -hmm. a chick that came from some hoeing. Mm -hmm. You know, you didn't pay somebody. You didn't did whatever you didn't did. You know, it's nobody's business. You mm -hmm. just, we know you've been there. Mm -hmm. Have you, do you think that out of all the chicks that are on OnlyFans and doing OnlyFans work, how many of them do you think are actually really getting a bag from it? 
Like, just put a number. You ain't got to you know, just mm-hmm. put a number. What do you think from 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 one to fucking a thousand? How many do you think are really like getting the bag, not worrying about it? It comes in every fucking month. I think there's only like a few of them, like like the big name models ones, the ones that are probably like the most popular, like on IG. Those are the ones that are probably like making it the most. The rest of them, they're probably like pulling in like I'm gonna say maybe like five to ten, and then maybe ten to twenty to fifteen. Mm. You know, some you know playing around with those numbers. Like I'm gonna keep it between five and twenty grand yeah. a month. Yeah. You know what I mean? So most, I think a lot of girls will probably be within that range right there. Yeah. And then the real bigger name models, like they're probably like pulling in probably 50 to 100 or more a yeah. month. So let's, 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 okay, let's, so let's stop at the 50 to 100 a month. How many of those do you think that there are that are really pulling it in? Because obviously them are the numbers that everybody mm-hmm. wants to get to, you know, uh, oh, yes, OnlyFans. everybody <laughs> wants to get to, you know, 50 to 100 grand a month, you know, working on and doing OnlyFans. Mm-hmm. So would, could we say there's only probably like a solid five? Or a solid six that are Man, I only know a few, Sharp. I'm going to be honest. Like, I only know a few that's really getting that kind of money. Yeah. I don't really know a lot. And like I said, these are big, these are girls that are verified on on Instagram. They're big name models. Mm. And they're the, like, they're the ones that are probably, like, pulling in that kind of money. Anybody else? Mm Mm-mm. So you could say for, like, that game, for that industry... Would we? It's about uh, your popularity. When you you to do an OnlyFans, you would already have to have a following, right? You already yeah. have to build a following. Yeah, you need to you need to build. It's all about marketing and how you're marketing yourself. Like on all, like you need to be doing it on multiple different platforms, and then a lot of it also has to do with your content too, because you can gain a lot of subscribers, but then it's like it's also about keeping them there. What are you doing to keep them there? And then sometimes it's not enough to just. You know, I, I, I don't want to give away what I got on there. You're just gonna ha- you're just gonna have to subscribe. <laughs> but um, right, you're right, just gonna right. have to subscribe. But trust me, like it gets to a point to where you're gonna have to like start doing more and more and more and more and more and more to keep like people like always interested. Like that's that wow factor. Like oh, what is she gonna post next? What is she gonna do next? You know what I'm saying? Who's she gonna fuck next? Right. You know, I've heard a few men right. I got to talk a little bit of shit. All right, talk some shit. (laughs) I've heard a few men Mm -hmm. say, like, you know, I can do OnlyFans by myself. But I said, bro, like, what do you, uh, who you think, I'm going to ask you this, because you do do OnlyFans. So can I ask you, from male to female, Mm -hmm. what preference buys more OnlyFans, man or woman? The men are purchasing OnlyFans subscriptions way more than the women are. So if these men got on there, right, and they said, hey, you know, I'm going to do OnlyFans by myself, just, you know, doing whatever that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Could you, these I don't even want to say it. I'm going to leave that part of it alone because I don't even want to die. I don't even They're really want to die. Uh, I'll put it to you That's like this. That's kind of suspect, no, right? No, no, no. No, I, this is what's going to happen. If if a guy decides to start an OnlyFans. Right. Are, are you looking to start an OnlyFans shirt? Hell no. <laughs> but I'm just looking at like a lot of these because I hear dudes be like, yeah, OnlyFans, OnlyFans, OnlyFans. No, bro, you... That, that's, I don't know. That's just not me. That would, you know? that would be interesting, you starting an OnlyFans. I just could never do it. 
It would be interesting, though. I could never. <laughs> I just. It's not in me. I don't know. It's just not in my soul. <laughs> if, if, I, if I felt it, I would tell you. But I really just don't. I don't know. It's I, just I will not tell me. you this. A lot of men are going to definitely subscribe to that. If you're a man on OnlyFans, a lot of me. men, a lot of men are gonna be watching your stuff. But that's odd to be a man that sells OnlyFans and it's a whole bunch of men buying your shit. It is what it is. I don't know. I guess. Like I said, it's about uh, you have to have look to be in this business. Period. In the sex, in the sex game, the sex industry, whatever you want to call yeah. it, as a sex worker. Period. You need to have like a strong mental fortitude to be in this game for real. I just look. look. Man or woman. I've had a strong motherfucking fortitude for a long <laughs> motherfucking time. But I just never saw that part of the game like to where the man said like You don't you don't want people to see your you'll never No, but I just I, I I feel like this, honestly. A real bitch that's been in the game, I don't I don't believe she's gonna respect that up out of me, man. Mm. She gonna expect me to do what I'm supposed to be doing. That's mm -hmm. riding good, smoking good, doing what the fuck I'm supposed to do about our business. That's because you come from not, the old school, though. Yeah, I'm not with none of that. Hey, baby, let's hop on there here. Come on. What do you want me to do? <laughs> you want me to lick on your corn on your little pinky toe? Like, fuck but, no. But you, but you have me. no idea the men that would pay to see you, well, like, you know fucking what? a bitch and that money, it down. That money you'll never be touched. Guess what? Because <laughs> I ain't touching it and I don't want to <laughs> deal with it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Straight up, man. Because, I mean, there's some men out there with some fetishes now, okay? Like, I, I don't Tell I, me one of the... One of the craziest fetishes you that came across dealing with i, I want to hear about it from just somebody that you had to deal with just even being in the game just a crazy ass fetish i'm, a, I'm talking about okay there's guys there's guys in there that are into the masochistic shit so like back even when i was dancing i had i had men come in <laughs> to pay me to beat the shit out of them yeah you know what i mean um there's like also guys with like hardcore foot fetishes they want to mm. just sit there spend a lot of money just to suck on your toes yeah you know what I mean? And this yeah. was back even when I was dancing. So, like, so on OnlyFans, like, you got everybody from, like, people who are into foot fetish, people who are into masochistic shit. Um, there's, like, there's, like, all kinds of stuff. Like, there's, I've had guys in my DMs talking about, I want to buy your worn shoes, your worn underwear. Mm -hmm. There, I've, I've known girls that talked about how there was men that wanted their toenail clippings. Coming from the game? Hey, oh my God. Yes. Hey, coming from the game. So could you say, could you ever respect another man that say he come from the same game as you, saying that he run around and he's sucking on toes when you didn't have men yourself pay you for that to suck on your toes? Could you respect him? Could you really? And, and he say he a part of the game. <laughs> No, I, I just no. Because I, I, you know what it is? It's because I'm gonna look at him like a trick. I'm gonna look at him like a trick. I'm how sorry. you start is how you finish, huh? Yes, it's, I'm gonna look at him. I'm gonna, I can't. Yeah. When you get around a real one, she goes, "Hey, she can't even tell it no other way." I'm gonna look at him like I'm sorry, like that that whole shit. Like, oh, it ain't tricking if you got it. It's like, dude, it's still tricking. You paid, you did some shit. It's still tricking. Period. Whether you had the money to do it or not is irrelevant. It's still tricking. Mm. I stand on that. It's still tricking. I stand on that. I can't. I can't. I sweetie, really sweetie. We're about to get ready to get up out of here. Right. Any, any shout outs? I like this. Listen, this conversation went dope. I feel like we could definitely uh, do more in the future because it seemed like you got a lot to say. And I, I, I like where our conversation goes. You, you can never learn about a person in one setting. 
and in one and in one sitting, you know. So I believe that you know maybe you come back to the, the sharp. You, you, you want me to come back, sharp? Come back. <laughs> hey, it's always listen to me. The door is not just open to pretty women or men that act because they got a whole bunch of jewelry on their body. No, the door is open to the real. This isn't just about you with a pretty face. No, because you would have said some stupid shit or say some crazy shit. I'm going to call you on that shit. <laughs> I'm not going to play with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I already done seen what you done done to some of these Well, you know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not a pussy chaser. You know, I'm not the type of person that sits there, you know, and let a bitch say some weird shit in hopes, oh, okay, she could say that in hopes to get some pussy afterwards. That ain't my game, baby. That ain't my end game. You know, so if you say some crazy shit, yeah, I'm gonna get on your bumper. But you know, you've kept it cool. You did say some, uh, some, some shit. You know, I felt like I had to, you know, regulate on. <laughs> but I feel like we could come back, and we could do some more in the future, man. It'll be good, man. I think yeah. it'll be healthy for you. I'm down. It'll be healthy for you. Hopefully, I'll... I'm down. You down, baby? I'm, I'm down. You ain't down with Hash Brown Town now, is you? Oh, my God. I don't know what the fuck that was, but I saw that damn T-shirt, and I ain't want to be down with none of that. I didn't know what that was. I thought I it was, know. I don't know. It was a, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that was either. Oh my God. Hey, man, I appreciate you listening to me. Tatiana Vidalia. Mm-hmm. I, the only time I've ever said the last name is in regards of an onion. But now I'll I can sit down. I'll make you cry. You make a motherfucker cry. Never cry. me, baby. I'll make you cry. Never me. I don't cry. I can make you cry. You think so? Oh yeah. Oh baby, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> In the end of it all, you gonna make a face just like that, only with tears. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, Tatiana Vidalia, man, sharp. It's the sharp tank, no jumper, sharpest, coolest podcast in the motherfucking world, man. And we out this bitch. Bye. Cheers.